Thank you, and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. Linda is away today. And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. Well, today on Ask BBB, staying healthy means exercise, and for some, that means running or jogging. And later on BBB, we're going to learn about fun runs and what you should know about where your money goes and how much help that those fun runs are to sponsoring organizations. Well, staying healthy means we'll live longer. However, we know that eventually we'll cross that final finish line. Now, that brings up many philosophical questions. This morning, however, we'll explore the practical side of planning for a funeral with Alyssa Holness, who is a pre-planning funeral director at Memorial Funeral Home. Welcome to Ask BBB, Alyssa. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me. Well, the first question I want to ask is, is how did you choose to become a pre-planning funeral director? My choice to work in the funeral industry happened quite young. I was actually 17. Really? It was uh, quite a shock to my mom. (laughs) She definitely asked, what is a young girl like yourself doing in a funeral home? Um, But for me, pre-planning funeral directing was a way to help families make difficult decisions for their final arrangements. I see a value in discussing death and dying. And as a pre-planning funeral director, I help families create their own end-of-life legacy. And that's kind of what really drew me into that type of career. And has it been what you expected? It's been what I expected and more, absolutely. Just the connection that you can take on with folks. Well, before we talk about pre-planning, let's just explore Memorial Funeral Home's relationship with BBB. What does it mean to you and and the staff and what significance does Mm -hmm. it have for for the families that, that you help? Our relationship with the BBB is very important, and we definitely have some of the same beliefs, Mm -hmm. some standards and morals that are the same at the funeral home. We were honored to receive the BBB 2014 Integrity Award, and integrity, trust, teamwork, and excellence are our core values. We also know that the fine service we would receive dealing with other businesses that have the BBB seal of approval. Great. Um, You know, we're a lot more open about talking about funerals, Alyssa, than we were 30 or 40 years ago. And I think the very fact that you are a a funeral, pre-planning funeral director is kind of a sign of that, that Mm -hmm. you took it on at such a young age. But it's still a topic that a lot of people want to put off. Sure. Um, What's your experience in how families bring this topic up to the surface and and then uh, approach you? Mm -hmm. So it's typically meeting families when they're in that kind of emotional fog, when they're looking for the funeral home staff to offer guidance and asking, what do most people do? For those families, we provide options, give guidance, and answer inquiries in a very short time frame, keeping in mind the stress that they're also under. However, we do see a lower amount of stress for those families who have loved ones prearranged beforehand. Essentially, we're filling in the blanks, the dates and the times, because all of those major decisions have been discussed. Hmm. So when should we think about pre-planning a funeral? I guess anytime. Yeah, right now. Um, some Someday, everyone will face the problem of making final arrangements. It's easier, kinder, and more economical to do it today together while you have that opportunity. What's the difference between pre-planning and and prepaying, Alyssa? Both pre-planning and prepaying are ways to have an open communication to gather information about what you would like your final wishes to be. 
When you pre-plan, you alleviate some of that emotional stress that loved ones could take on deciding whether or not they've made the right decisions. When you're talking about prepaying, you're obviously sparing the family that financial burden of acquiring those arrangements at a higher price point. Now, when we talk about pre-planning a, a funeral, that's the order of the service, the things that'll happen at the at the funeral. Um, how detailed is that, Alyssa, when you, when you pre-plan? We have folks outline their details from, you know, what they would like to be wearing. There's some folks that create their own obituary notice. Mm. Others take the time to coordinate details for types of food and so forth. You can be as specific or as general, but creating that outline really works for your family. And and is that plan left with you or with a family member uh, in terms of responsibility of carrying out? Because once you're gone, there's no way to know whether it really happened. It's best to have the information both at the funeral home and with the family so that there's an open line of communication. Yes, if your wishes change, you're typically going to let your family know that information and they will provide that to the funeral home. Typically, how far ahead do people plan? One year, two years, or 10 years, 15? Typically, there's an instance where you're confronted with someone else's passing and it Mm. prompts yourself to think about doing your own arrangements. Sometimes that is, you know, a year in advance and others... It is definitely an opportunity to look further into the future, and you can plan over 15 years. So in your experience now, uh, what do you think the most beneficial reason is to pre-plan, Alyssa? There are many benefits, but I would say that the emotional and financial benefits towards your loved one would probably be the ones that outweigh all others. Our guest this morning on Ask BBB is Alyssa Holness, who is a pre-planning funeral director with Memorial Funeral Homes. And we're going to continue our discussion after we take this short break. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. Linda Smith is away today. And our guest this morning on Ask BBB is Alyssa Holness, who is a pre-planning funeral director with Memorial Funeral Homes. We've been talking about the reasons for and the advantages of pre-planning or pre-paying for a funeral. Alyssa, we talked about... uh, those plans and where they're put away, mm-hmm. um, do do the plans ever change or get canceled or what happens in that case? Your prearrangements are in place so that your loved one will fulfill them. The honest truth is they have the ability to change those arrangements and sometimes your mind does change over the time. Typically, however, you don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't talked very much about uh, the prepaying portion of this and at all. What do, do some plans you completely prepay for the funeral and other plans you pay a little bit uh, over a period of time? Uh, how does that work and where does the money go? The monies received go into a trust. So they don't go into a funeral home's bank account. They're held in trust and that's a legislation from our bereavement authorities of Ontario. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about prepaying, you can do everything all at once to secure those costs. However, we do have flexible payment options that help create what you would need to make all of those payments over time. Um, Are there guarantees or what does uh, guaranteed mean? 
Guaranteed just means that the prices of today are frozen and therefore your family is not paying any additional prices in the future. Okay, so that is one of the advantages of prepaying then. Absolutely. Um, and if you're 10 years ahead, you're you're really going to win. Yes. Uh, can I prepay everything, including the cemetery plots and everything that's uh, included in, in uh, the end? Yeah, absolutely. Memorial Funeral Home definitely can coordinate both cemetery and funeral arrangements. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens if a funeral home closes? If our specific location closed, Memorial's Family Security Plan ensures that your prepaid funeral arrangements will be fulfilled and guaranteed at any of our Arbor locations across Canada, thus offering the same features and services that you had originally chosen. The funds are always in the beneficiary's name and not the funeral home, so if the funeral home were to close, the monies can be redirected to a different location or cancelled and refunded. What would be involved in a cancellation? Uh, Does that happen? That people decide, oh, I'm going to go somewhere else? If you're not able to transfer your funeral funds, there are some individuals that do cancel, and then those figures are returned because they were held in trust for the beneficiary, so that individual can decide whether or not they'd like to cancel. Now, I always say that uh, whenever we have anything to plan, uh, you know, just look at the way a funeral can be put together in two to three days. Pre-planning kind of takes some of that pressure away. But we don't know when it's going to come. We don't know when it's going to happen. What what happens if I'm somewhere out of the country or out of the area uh, and and there are going to be some different costs than if I pass peacefully here right now? Mm-hmm. Right. So if you passed away outside of the area, um, say outside of your 100-kilometer kind of community or even in a foreign country, Memorial's Travel Protection Plan provides that your payment and transportation back to the community. This is a one-time lifetime fee that spares the emotional and financial difficulties of your loved ones trying to bring you back home. Now, we've already kind of covered this, but uh, about changing things and mm-hmm. prearrangements after after I die. And you've, you've told us that that is, that is something that, that can happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what makes your funeral home, Memorial Funeral Home, special and different than, than others? Our funeral home is special because of our staff. Our staff of ladies really make the difference. We treat you the way you would like to be helped and are thankful for the trust that families place in us. Alyssa, one of the things that I've noticed is there's, there's quite a, a change in uh, the procedures. It used to be that everybody was, was buried in a, in a coffin, mm-hmm. but now um, a lot more are choosing cremation. What, what, um, what are the figures and stats on that? Well, when you're speaking about the difference between a traditional burial and maybe cremation, you are looking at different details. Some cremations have less items that are necessary in terms of, you know, a casket. You might think of a traditional funeral and you have a very expensive casket. Cremation is a little bit less expensive for some items. So that really will impact... um the amount that uh, the funeral is going to cost overall. Correct. What are some of the, th- the the other costs? Now, if we choose a coffin, that's usually priced out. It's right there. We see it uh, mm-hmm. in front of us when we're choosing that. We don't have to have a coffin. You're right. Yeah. yeah. 
We can have an urn present. Some folks choose not to have anything present, whether or not it is a casket or an urn. Um, some people are going the route of celebration of life. So you have a nice photo gallery and some flowers. Maybe the individual uh, is not present for the service. What are some of the other costs? Now, if we choose a traditional burial, mm-hmm. then we have to have a plot. Correct. Uh, and and is that included in the, the planning So if you know of the cemetery that you'd like to be in, we can, of course, pre-plan for those arrangements. When you're talking about having a cremation, there are a lot of different options. Your family can take your cremated remains home. You don't have to have a large burial space. If they don't take the cremated remains home, the columbarium is is, uh, one of the other alternates to that. What are, what are some of the costs involved then in having a plot or against a, a columbarium? When you're speaking about a traditional funeral, you have a few different items, the plot, maybe even the headstone. When you're having cremation, it is tip. You still need a space, perhaps a marker or a plaque. However, these costs are a little bit less expensive just by the sheer nature of the size. Alyssa, are those things that a funeral director takes care of or uh, are they done after, for instance, the headstone and those sorts of arrangements? At what point do do your services uh, get handed to to someone else? If you'd like to pre-plan your headstone, of course there can be engraving and so forth on there. Some folks choose to take care of that after the fact because it's not an immediate cost. So is that something that, that the funeral home would help us with, but not necessarily? Absolutely. Some of Absolutely. Our funeral home has the ability to help you with your cemetery arrangements. So if someone decides to, this morning when they're listening here that they would like to uh, take the first step to pre-planning, what is that first step? They would definitely need to give me a call and we could just discuss their options. I think information is power. And when people have information about a topic they don't necessarily know a lot about, they have the power to make the right decisions for them and their family. Do people... Get more than go to more than one funeral home to compare things? Yes, and I think that's a smart way to operate. We have the ability and the resources to compare prices. We do it every day at the grocery store. Why wouldn't we be smart with our money and compare prices? Melissa, thanks very much for this uh, frank discussion this morning. Yes, you're welcome. Our guest this morning has been Alyssa Holness, who is a pre-planning funeral director with Memorial Funeral Homes and accredited business with the BBB with an A-plus rating. And we'll be back in a moment to look at Fun runs. Welcome back to Ask BBB, where we provide consumers with tips and information. I'm Jim Swan. Linda Smith is away today. With the longer days and the nicer weather, springtime brings many people ditching the treadmill for a run in the sun. Well, this time of year also means 5K races and fun runs are starting to pop up almost every weekend, and many to raise awareness and money for a good cause. Right now, we welcome BBB's Communications Manager, Ashley Kasselman. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Well, first, what's a fun run? Well, a fun run is a term used for normally 5K races that are used to raise money and awareness for a charitable cause. Uh, Last weekend was the Four City Roadway Races, so that's kind of a similar uh, fun run. Yeah, and it's a fairly serious and and well-regarded run. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Often the BBB receives reports and complaints from around the country about various fun runs that either get cancelled on short notice, often with no refunds. And uh, we also receive complaints about charities that don't exist and can't be verified that are associated with these. What should someone do if they're 
thinking about participating in a fun run? Well, like I always say, uh, do your research. So the road race that was last weekend, that's a legitimate road race. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, there are some organizations that use these opportunities to scam individuals out of their money. So the best thing you can do is check out the company's BBB profile and search online for additional information before signing up. Uh, keep in mind, many times these fun runs are not run by charities, but for for-profit event management companies. And what they'll do is they'll just donate uh, a portion of it to the charity. So if they raise um, $100,000, they may only give like $10,000 to the charity um, that they say they will. Is the registration fee tax deductible if organizers aren't a charity? No, it's not. Uh, you can only get a charitable tax uh, donation receipt for donations to charities. Uh, this is why it's very important to do your research before signing up for one of these fun runs. Uh, find out who's putting it on, see if it's a for-profit or a charity putting it on, and how the charity gets the donation. Mm-hmm. How can you find out more about the charity that, uh, that's going to benefit from the run? Uh, well, like I previously said, some fun runs are for profit, but if the promoters cl- claim a portion of the proceeds will go to the charity, determine what percentage of your registration fee or funds raised will actually go to the charity. Uh, look up the charity on give.org, or you can call uh, Canada Revenue Agency to ensure they are a charity that is registered. Uh, if you look them up on uh, with BBB, you can see if they meet uh, BBB's 20 standards for charity ac- accountability. Uh, We recommend contacting the charity directly to find out if they're running the event or using a third party. Uh, Such fundraising is a business. Uh, So be wary of sound-alike names. Uh, Don't be tricked into giving an organization simply because it sounds familiar to more famous charities. Mm -hmm. So it's always important to do that research. Mm -hmm. How can we confirm that the run is actually going to happen? First thing, uh, always check the local venue. Um, if it's happening at a park, contact the park or your city to ensure that the event's actually scheduled. Uh, ask what the policy is for weather. Uh, is it a rain or shine event? Will you get a refund if it's canceled? Or they, will they just reschedule if it, it gets rained out? Um, that way you know what will happen to your registration fee. Mm-hmm. Are there any other tips that you have for us before we register for an event? Yes, uh, definitely understand the terms and conditions. In some cases, promoters say on their websites that they don't offer refunds, but many consumers don't read the fine print before hitting I agree. agree. They just kind of scroll down and then Mm -hmm. uh, click it. Um, I know we're all guilty of that. (laughs) that. Uh, So be sure to read the entry form and terms and conditions very carefully to find out if your fee is refundable if that event's cancelled. Um, and then after you, you do register, keep documentation of your order. Um, so after completing the online registration uh, process, you should receive a confirmation receipt. Uh, print it out and keep a copy uh, and any supporting documentation for future reference. Uh, keep in mind, if you do, if it is a charity, you're going to need that for a tax receipt uh, to claim on your taxes if that's what you want to do. Um, so make sure you include any paperwork as well. Well, these are really good tips to keep in mind. And like you said, there's going to be fun runs springing up uh, <laughs> as we get into this beautiful weather. That exactly. We now. Uh, before we go, uh, let's just talk a bit about the Integrity Awards that are coming up in November. Um, this is always a, a big event for the BBB and you've been part of it for a number of years. Yes, uh, so, so, so several years. Uh, so what the BBB Business Integrity Awards are, they happen every fall uh, and we have an award ceremony to honor businesses who deserve recognition for integrity and trust that they put into the marketplace. There's a lot of really great companies out there and we like to recognize that. 
Um, so remember, BB nominations are closing in just over a week. Uh, so if you haven't nominated a business or two yet that you think deserves the award, uh, go onto our website at bbb.org slash Western hyphen Ontario. And then you can uh, nominate one right on there. It takes about 10 seconds to complete. Hmm, great. Well, thanks, Ashley. And uh, thank you very much for uh, what you've done in producing this show this morning great. as well. Thank you. Uh, Remember, you can always ask BBB. Visit the website at bbb.org. Uh, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. And Ashley Castleman, BBB Western Ontario's communications manager, has been our program producer today as well. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you very much. And if you want to join one of the biggest and largest business networks in North America, apply to BBB Accredited Businesses on our website at bbb.org. And join us next week. Our guests will be Heather Wenman of Studio H Artists Group. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the appropriateness of uh, spa treatment for Mother's Day gifts. And Kelly Callis of Forest of Flowers will talk about, guess what? Flowers <laughs> for Mother's Day. So you'll be ready for it. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. Linda Smith will be back with us next week. Remember, ask BBB and start with trust.